Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs and I've been in business since 1994. Today we're going to talk about the four-letter word that should absolutely not be in your vocabulary and that is D-I-E-T, diet. Before I get into that, let me thank our very first sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 280 five-star reviews on Zillow, and they handle both residential and commercial properties. Their specialty is the Ormond Lakes area, but they go all over. Give them a shout. They can be reached at thegildengroup.com. All right, so let's talk a little bit about diet. So diet is kind of defined in two ways. And the first way you define it, I'm fine with that. The first way is that you're talking about a way of eating. The diet consists of, for example. So when you talk about your pets, your dog, your cats, whatever you might have, if you say their diet should consist of, okay, that's the proper use of the word diet that I am okay with you using. But typically that's not how the word is used. So I'm going to define what really a diet is. And a diet is really what we think of as a fad diet. And a fad diet is a way of eating that drastically cuts back or eliminates a macronutrient. All right. That again is the definition of a diet. I'm going to say it again. It is one that drastically cuts back or totally eliminates a macronutrient. All right. And I don't want you to ever think that that is a good way to eat. So a macronutrient is a carbohydrate, a protein, or a fat, and it's water. But thankfully, I've never heard of a no water diet, but I've heard of the other three, most notably no or low carb or no or low fat. And some people that have certain medical conditions like gallbladder issues, you might hear very low protein, but for the most part, you don't hear that one. All right. So that is the kind of diet I want you to totally stay away from. And that is anything that drastically cuts back or completely eliminates a macronutrient. It's BS. It's out there to make money. It's not true. It's not founded in scientific nutritional literature. It is simply made up by people who are out there to make a buck. And I can promise you that from a person who's very much studied nutrition and has taught nutrition at the scientific, at the collegiate level, I should say, it is, there is no truth to it. Fad diets are a crock. All right. So when the latest of the fad diets we hear the most about is keto, all right. That stands for ketogenic diet and the ketogenic diet means basically you're eating almost zero carbohydrates and pretty high fat. Now, that originally, 
was brought into the mix for medical conditions, um, some Parkinson's, I believe, and some definite, uh, you know, cancer research was done. So for that, that is between you and your physician, and I'm not getting into that whatsoever, but that is where the original research came from. Now, it's been hijacked by the multi-billion dollar fat loss industry that basically now talks keto like it's something new. And if you're over the age of 50 or probably even 45, you know that that's nothing more than a resurfaced version of the Atkins diet, which was big in the 70s and 80s. So this is nothing new. There's been people out there pushing low-carb and high-fat, high-protein diets forever. It is simply not true. What the keto diet has in common when people are using it to lose weight has in common with the Atkins diet and any other, quote, diet, unquote, is you're cutting calories. That's ultimately how we lose weight, all right? Energy in has to be less than energy out. So they find a way to get you to believe that it's simply eating less carbohydrate, more fat, more protein that's getting you to lose weight. In reality, you're actually taking in fewer calories. I once for a project in one of the classes I was teaching said, all right, so go to the Atkins diet website and a few of the others, not just Atkins, but I went to all of them that were talking about how to lose weight. And I said, get their average day's meal plan. And I want you to add up the calories of these diets. So no matter if it was high protein, high fat, low carb, or if it was high carb, low fat, low protein, whatever it might be that was being pushed by a certain manufacturer, figure out how many calories the person was consuming. In all of these diets on their standard protocols, it came to less than 1,200 calories per day. That's pretty low caloric amount. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that caloric amount if you're trying to lose weight. We usually tell people to never go below 1,000 because that gets into medical necessity where you actually need a certain amount. But, you know, 1,200 is a fairly normal low-calorie diet to lose weight. I just said the D word. Uh, meal system, better put, to lose weight. So I don't have a problem with that. The problem is they're trying to get you to believe that it's coming from the low carbs. In reality, you're just not eating a lot of food. Now they sell it to people that way because Amer I was going to say Americans, but it's, it's not totally just us. It's really everybody. Humans in nature want to feel like that they have parameters and that they can eat as much of something that they want as long as they don't eat something else. For a lot of people, that's just an easier way for them to live. They're very black and white. They hate to have to think. They hate to have to live in that gray area of balance and maintenance and moderation, which is really the healthiest place to be. But they don't like that. So they know if they sell it in the form of just eat that, don't eat this, then people are going to buy into it. They'd much rather buy into that than basically tell them the truth and say, well, it's like a budget. And you burn this much, and based on that reality, you need to take in this much to create this much of a deficit to lose weight. You know, and, and I get it, that could be like time consuming with adding up your foods and everything in your food apps, but you know, in reality, 
that's not completely necessary. If we just start to really develop good habits, we can kind of learn to eat within our means naturally without doing that. All right. So we don't necessarily have to do that anyway. But if you do do that, that is way better than somebody who is on a fad diet. Okay. There just isn't any research out there that really supports that these fad diets work long term. They might work short term. Sure. Anytime you're creating a caloric deficit, whether you're doing keto slash Atkins, whether you're doing um, Scarsdale or any of these ridiculous diets back in the, you know, back in the day, or even some of the um, low fat, high carb, you know, whatever it might be. Again, anytime you hear low, high, all this kind of stuff, that's usually what uh, signal for fad diet. But, but anyway, like it's way better than those. Like I just want you to understand that there isn't a quote diet that works. And I've, I've seen on social media, which can be the absolute cesspool of these kind of arguments that are completely pointless. So I don't even engage anymore. But I've seen it where people say, oh, you know, that's not true. You know, if you go back to the beginning of time, you know, we were the we were on the paleo diet, so to say. So in, in paleo times, people ate paleo, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's like, well, the scientists and researchers went and looked into that because that really got pushed pretty heavily about 10 years ago from the CrossFit community. And uh, look, you know, a lot of put people together in a group, you know, they start to become a tribe, then they become a cult, got nothing against them. I think, you know, it, it's it's a whatever fine sport, uh, you know, I wouldn't advocate it as a way to work out. I think there's a lot of injuries, but I do know that some some good comes out of CrossFit, so I'm not trying to bash them. But I do know that they definitely were pushing the, quote, paleo diet. And so the researchers came out and said, well, you know, that's not true. I mean, people weren't eating just as carnivores back in the day. So, you know, we're just going to eat off the land, you know, eat what we kill, blah, 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 blah. The research found that, well, it really depended on where you were in the world as to what you ate, which, you know, human beings were omnivores, which means that we can eat plants or meat. So we're omnivores and we actually are naturally inclined to kind of do both. We can digest it and all this kind of stuff. So it really came down to where you were in the world in geography as to what you ate, because we can go back to the beginning of time when they study this and find that some were complete plant eaters, some were complete uh, uh, vegetarians, vegan, because they had to be. And then in other areas, they were carnivores. So there is no such thing as the paleo diet. All right. That was all a bunch of crap. And it got people to, you know, eat nothing but, uh, you know, mostly meats and stuff. But again, it's just not the case. And what I want you to understand is that diets don't work. Studies show that anybody that follows a fad diet who loses weight, 95% of those that do gain all of their weight back and then some. So are you really in that 5%? Are you really that lucky, that fortunate, that good? We're going to bank on that and say, you know what? I'm that 5%. I mean, look, I'm all about optimism, but to me, that's stupid. That's just dumb odds. So instead you say, no, I'm going to follow what 
does work. And what does work is learning how to eat healthy for nutrition and learning how to eat within moderation and not overeat and learning how to make sure you stay on top of that. So when I wrote my book, You Can't Outrun a Poor Diet, you know, um, I had somebody just the other day who's been a client for a while say, well, you know, I, I don't eat a lot of vegetables. They wanted to buy the book. And I said, look, as you get into this book, you're going to see this isn't about what you eat. This is more about like the behaviors involved in eating because that's what's key. What are the behaviors involved? You know, are you a binge eater? And that's very common among people that get overweight. And, you know, binge eating can be, you know, a whole pizza for one person, but three slices for another. So it's, it depends. But in other words, are you eating past the point of satiation? So if you are, you know, that's an emotional thing. You know, how do we get past that? Like, how do we become more disciplined to have certain rules when we eat? That way, you know, we don't overeat, you know. I think all of us know what classic junk food is. And I'm not saying never eat it, but I am saying moderate it. Not a lot of good is ever going to come out of eating a lot of candy, soda, alcohol, beer, chips, crackers. These are all things that are just going to add the calories up very quickly, right? So we want to get in the habit of eating for our health, eating to feel better, eating to be healthy, right? And why don't we learn to take more of a notice from the people who are getting it right, right? I mean, do you want to be in that 5% that just thinks, okay, this is the, you know, the, the HCG diet. This is the next great thing and lose 25, 30 pounds, feel great, get a million compliments, post your pictures all over Facebook and Instagram and you get a million of likes, you know, only six months later to be back where you are. And now you feel totally defeated, totally embarrassed. You're not posting any pictures because people are going to you know, no, you gained weight. Um, <clears throat> most people are sensitive and nice enough to not at least point it out on social media. Although, look, reality is they are talking about it. I mean, they are. They know you gained weight. They're talking about it. That's, that's what people do. So to avoid all that, don't get into that mix to begin with and simply say, you know what? I'm going to change my lifestyle. I'm going to eat to be healthy. I'm never going to diet again. I'm going to eat to be healthy? What are these foods that give me energy? What are the foods that improve my digestion? What are the foods that help me eliminate foods on a regular basis? What are foods that not make me feel guilty when I eat? You know, how am I going to learn to eat three square meals a day, three balanced meals, eating for my health, eating for my energy, eating to feel good? How am I going to learn to do that and moderate it? Because if we really got down and listened to ourselves, to our body and mind, we would make better choices. I'm absolutely convinced of that. We would simply make better choices with that. Okay. So please remember diets do not work. A diet does not work. Learn to follow what the people are doing that are having success. Have you ever noticed it's the people that are struggling with their weight that are always giving the most advice on what diet they're on. If you've ever worked in a place, you know that's the case. Somebody will be 
you know, they lost some weight, which is great. That's great. But then they're talking about, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And everybody's like, oh, cool, you know, and forgetting that this person has done this before. And I'm not shaming this person. I know people really, really, really want to not do that. I know people want to find a way where they can be in their best health and shape without going through this. So I know that, but they aren't supposed to be the ones leading the way, right? We need to lead the way when we know better and go, you know what? There isn't a perfect way because there's not. There's not an ideal weight. There's an ideal weight for you. What is it? But it's really about eating healthy and eating within your means. That's what research shows works. That's what research shows. Then you get down to a weight and you maintain that weight, hopefully for your life. You know, that's what's ideal, not yo-yo up and down, but it's done not through diets. It's done through lifestyle changes and a lot of acceptance of, you know what, this is as healthy as I can be and still eat healthy and be normal. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. So that's your message for the day. Now let me thank the Overhead Door Company of Daytona Beach, our other great sponsors. They're also sponsors of the MaxFit Games. Again, Zach and Jeff Hawk are the owners. They're the best garage door company in town, bar none. They're finally replacing my garage door, which isn't an overhead door, which sounds like a sonic boom going off every time that I open my garage door. So give them a shout. They can be reached at Overhead Daytona, OverheadDoorDaytona.com. All right. No dieting. Eat well. 